Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Oh, you guys, I want to know, I'm curious if you guys have ever had days where you just feel like everything you do is not good enough. I am definitely feeling that way <laughs> today, just with kids and soccer practice. We're not doing soccer with softball practice. <laughs> um, you know, life in general, like I started to take kids to school and this kid is throwing up and that kid is throwing up and then I have to readjust my whole day and in order to accommodate that it is just not good enough for anybody and at least that's the way that it feels and I just want to validate you guys and let you know that if that is you (laughs) You're doing enough. You are enough. You have enough. You are you are enough. And it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to feel awful, right? It's okay. To, it's okay and it's normal to have those. And one of my mistakes for a long period of time was feeling like always thinking that it's not okay to feel uncomfortable. It's not okay to have a bad day and that I would try to suppress that and push that down and like try to not feel, feel the feelings, right? And that's not healthy either. It's more healthy and it shows maturity. It shows growth. It shows all of those wonderful attributes that we love about people when you, when I, when people can recognize, hey, this is okay to not feel good. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to have an off day. It's okay to be whatever, right? Fill, fill in the blank. What is not okay is... One, staying stuck in that, 
right? Staying stuck in the, I'm worthless, I'm a piece of garbage, you know, that's not okay. And it's also not okay to retaliate and to take things out on other people. So we always can choose how we react, how we respond to situations. And that, that is the sign and the key of true health and true well-being is when we can start to share that level of maturity and growth. So if you're having a bad day, if you've had a bad day before, please know that it is normal and it is okay and you are seen and you are loved and you are wonderful and I appreciate you. And if today is a bad day, just know that you are enough and you're doing enough and that I see you and let's dive into today's topic. So this one is a good one. So good. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty excited to talk about this. Um, And this is copper toxicity. So I wanted to, as you guys know, if you've listened, I love sharing real life stories so that you can see tangibly what to do or other people that may be experiencing these things. So copper toxicity is one of those really interesting things where when we test for it, it's probably not going to come up on your test or it's not going to show that it's high. It's going to show that it's normal and everything's fine. Well, that's because it's sneaky and it's hidden oftentimes. And so what I tell my clients, especially when we're doing HTMAs is you have symptoms of copper toxicity. However, when we look at this test, we're not going to look at it and pay attention to it yet. We need to uncover that first layer or that second layer of health so that we can really determine what is starting to go on. And it may not even show up until the third or the fourth test or whatever. Okay. So copper toxicity occurs when there is an excess of copper inside the body. And this can lead to a variety of health issues, guys. Um, so I'm going to share with you about nine symptoms So if you want to get out a pen and paper or if you're driving in the car, (laughs) just listen. Okay, maybe re-listen to this and, and you can write some of these things down. So the first one is digestive issues. This is your like unexplained nausea or vomiting or abdominal pain or diarrhea. The second one is fatigue. Toxicity, copper toxicity can leave lead to fatigue and weakness inside the body as well as mood disorders. So number three is mood disorders, anxiety, depression, and irritability, headaches. Copper toxicity can lead to headaches and migraines. If you are in a situation where you're like, my head hurts all the time, or I, it gets worse around my menstrual cycle, you really want to pay attention to copper, <laughs> right? The next thing is skin issues. And again, going back to my own personal story, I was having rashes and acne and other skin irritations. Well, not so much rashes. I shouldn't say that. I was having a lot of acne and it wasn't clearing up. It wasn't going away regardless of the medication or regardless of the creams and the face wash regimen and seeing dermatologists and getting facials and things. My acne wasn't clearing up. And this should have been a really big sign 
to other professionals that something deeper was happening because acne is an external sign of an internal imbalance. Okay. And I, and the other interesting thing in this was when I saw a homeopathic doctor and he, or she at the time, that was a a female, uh, she wasn't a homeopath. She was a naturopathic doctor. She recommended I take a lot of these supplements and guess what? My acne started to clear up. Well, when I went off of them, because I only took them for maybe two months, maybe three months, it wasn't enough time to heal my body. Okay. So anyways, let's keep going. (laughs) Neurological issues. So numbness and tingling or even tremors. So if you notice that you're shaky or you notice like numbness and tingling, a a lot of my clients experience this at nighttime uh, while they're sleeping, they'll wake up with numbness or tingling in their hands um, or feet. The next one is hormonal imbalances. So this copper toxicity can lead or can affect hormone balancing inside the of the body, leading to menstrual cycle issues. So fibroids, um, PCOS, um, I feel like I'm missing endometriosis and infertility. And then the last two, which I previously mentioned, is liver damage. Um, because copper is going to live in the liver. It's going to impact the liver and lead to liver problems, which also oftentimes downregulates um, our body's ability to um, break down healthy fats. And so then we have gallbladders removed and we start having floating stool. We have sticky poo where you wipe and wipe and wipe and and you're still not clean. Uh, Sorry, TMI, I know. (laughs) Um, And then number four is the kidney damage. So again, this is also going to impact kidneys. The kidney and the livers are filtrating the body. They're cleansing the blood. They're cleansing um, the body from other toxins. And so if both of these organs aren't working optimally, then guess what happens? Well then we start to get into a whole other host of issues. So you're probably asking yourself now, okay, well, where am I getting exposed to copper in this way? Because clearly I want it out of my body. So first and foremost, copper can leach into your water from pipes and plumbing. So if you're in an older home, definitely maybe do some investigation I, for me personally, I'd probably ask my husband and have him do the investigation um, because I feel like it's just in his wheelhouse and not mine. (laughs) Um, So even at work, if you're spending a lot of time at work and you're drinking a lot of like water from the faucet, definitely pay attention to that. Maybe want to switch over to uh, filtered water. I drink RO water. And yeah, so that might be something to consider. Uh, Number two, copper can be found in certain foods, including shellfish, liver, and chocolate. So if you're eating excess amounts of any of those, just be mindful. Not take them out, okay? Don't, it doesn't mean that you have to remove them. What it does mean is just be mindful about the consumption, how much you're eating. Um, Number three is supplementation. 
you guys would not believe how many of my clients take supplements that have copper in them. We need copper. Copper is super, super important for uh, fertility. So if you're struggling with infertility, you definitely want to uh, be mindful of that. But a lot of my clients are taking taking uh, supplements that have copper in them and also certain medications like birth control. I didn't write that one down, but medications and supplements um, can be high in, in copper. Uh, the last one is going to be pesticides, fungicides, and other chemicals. So anything that is essentially conventionally grown <laughs> um, could be exposed to to that. Um, all right. So let's talk about how your copper toxicity can be impacting your mood. And this is something, so on Mondays we have a business meeting and we are all just talking together, right? We're going over certain things business related. And one of the ladies on there, one of my, um, employees, my contractors, she brought up how she's like, everybody seems to be struggling with mood lately. And I was like, yes, yes, they do. <laughs> so we're going to talk high level here um, because we are going to have some other podcast episodes that are, that are going to be addressing depression and anxiety specifically. But copper impacts our mood in many different ways. So copper is involved in the production of neurotransmitters. These are chemicals that are transmitted to the brain. So copper is involved in the production of the enzymes of dopamine, which converts. So dopamine is then converted into neuroepinephrine. And neuroepinephrine is that neurotransmitter that plays a role in regulating your stress response. So have you ever met someone, something happens and it's like they just explode right? Like I can think of one situation where everything seemed to be fine. Somebody said something. I couldn't even tell you what they said. And then the next thing that I know, someone else in the room went to turn off the light, but didn't just like push the, the like button to turn it off. They slammed their fist into the wall obviously breaking the light switch, putting a hole in the wall. And everybody in the room is like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> right? So those types of responses, that's a little dramatic, but those types of responses when we're under stress can be caused by toxic, to copper toxicity, right? So some of this it's in your control, but some of it is out of your control. Like I know for me, there's been times where I look back and I'm like, why did I react that way? Like that, my response, that stress response was not fitting to the situation. So if you can look back and you're experiencing a lot of these other symptoms of copper toxicity, definitely take that into consideration when you're considering a plan to restore thyroid function or to restore body function to help you feel better. So however, when copper levels become too high in the body, this, like I said, leads to mood and um, uh, 
uh, emotional issues, problems, um, this can interfere with those neurotransmitters that lead to anxiety, depression, and irritability. So this can also affect other minerals inside the body, including zinc and magnesium, which are also really important at regulating mood. Now, when copper levels are too high, this is going to drive zinc levels down, leading to those mood issues, leading to low stomach acid, leading to um, a lower stress response inside the body, and interfering with magnesium absorption, which is going to affect metabolism, blood sugar balance, all kinds of things. Okay, so it's really important when we're looking at these types of things, again, to look at stress factors, look at nutrition, look at habits, um, and make sure that you guys are having a comprehensive plan. Okay, so the next thing that I wanted to talk about is how copper toxicity or copper is impacting your sex hormones. So as mentioned before, copper is required for the production of several hormones inside the body, including estrogen and progesterone, as well as thyroid, da, 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 thyroid, right? However, copper levels become imbalanced. This can lead to all of these other issues. So copper toxicity can lead to an excess of estrogen inside the body. So this is going to cause menstrual issues, as mentioned, heavy cycles, painful periods, um, breast tenderness, irregular periods where we're skipping stuff, we're, we're early, we're late. My client today on our coaching call was like, it was 80 days between cycles. You guys, she's in her early 20s. That should not be happening <laughs> at all. And that irregularity can, I, she's not at the place of trying for any babies, but later down the road that could interfere with ovulation and reduced fertility. And I'm sorry, but like, I know that's a very real issue that's happening in the world today. No woman, no woman should have to experience that. Okay. And I just want to tell you if that is happening to you, or if you have struggled with that, I love you. And I want you to know that your pain is very real and it's very justified and it's okay. It's okay to be sad and it's okay to hurt for that. Okay. The next thing is mood disorders. So high estrogen is going to cause that anxiety, that depression, the weight around the hips and thighs and the belly and and all of those wonderful things, and also around our menstrual cycle. So here, here's something really interesting. Um, we are approaching the full moon, <laughs> and a couple things that most people don't know about their menstrual cycle. So the day before they start their cycle, we have this peak in estrogen. That peak in estrogen will cause this burst of energy causing us to do, go into like a quote unquote nesting phase. This nesting phase is going to cause you to probably want to clean or organize or like get things in order. And then usually the next day, 
you will start your cycle. And that is very normal. It's like our body saying, hey, get ready because we need to have some downtime. Well, that, you know, just pay attention to that. Let, let me just say that. Pay attention to that. And then um, that drop in other hormones after after that peak in your estrogen, all of your other hormones drop, right? Your estrogen drops, your progesterone drops, everything drops. So you could be experiencing headaches and migraines and painful periods and all of these other horrible symptoms that come along with copper toxicity. So this leads me into skin issues. So like we mentioned before, the, the acne, um, the rashes, and last but not least, thyroid. So copper toxicity is going to slow down thyroid function and in many, many different ways cause um, hypothyroidism. So the first way it's going to influence or impact our body's metabolism of iodine. So obviously iodine is essential for the thyroid. So T4 is four molecular model, four molecular, oh my goodness, it's like four iodines put together, okay, (laughs) that create T4. Same thing with T3. It is three iodine molecular models. That's not the right word. Um, Dang. (laughs) Four iodine things put together, three iodine things put together. Um, And this is going to impact, so let me back up. Iodine is that key mineral required for the production of thyroid hormones and and copper is going to interfere with the uptake of iodine by the thyroid gland. The next way that it impacts our thyroid is it inhibits thyroid hormone synthesis. So copper is going to interfere with the production of thyroid hormones by inhibiting the actions of enzymes that are involved in the hormone synthesis or the hormone production and conversion. Next, uh, so number three, part of this of how it impacts our thyroid is it competes with the zinc. Copper and zinc are both those trace minerals that play a role in the body and they compete for each other and the absorption of one another. So if copper is too high, it's going to drive zinc down and again, slow down and um, impact the the thyroid's function. Okay, last but not least is oxidative stress. Copper toxicity can lead to oxidative stress inside the body and that oxidative stress is a condition in which there is an excess of free radicals in the body. So this free radical can cause damage to the thyroid cells and interfere with thyroid function um, as a whole. So clearly (laughs) you guys can see that this is all playing a huge role in the body and we need to take copper very, very seriously. So the first thing that I want to tell you is, number one, there's hope, okay? 
Number two, the best way to go about this is to get proper testing done to figure out what is happening. Like I mentioned before, I tell all of my clients, you want to have at least two test results to figure out what is, what is happening inside the body. Because on that first test, things may not, may not show up the way that you want them to. Okay. The reason we do HTMA testing is because it is a cumulative of three months. So whereas most blood work is just what's happening at that day and time, then, and then, right? Like that day and time, there's so much that can impact the way that our hormones are reacting and responding at that time. So this HTMA is going to be accumulative, like I said, of the last three months of your, of your life. And so one day, one bad day, isn't going to change the results. Okay. So I want to share with you guys, um, five key nutrients that can help support copper toxicity. Now, again, please know (laughs) that I would not, I do not recommend going and just taking these supplements. Okay. Always, always, always. We want to be making sure that you are getting these things from the foods that you are eating first and foremost. Okay. That is going to be number one because we cannot out supplement imbalances inside the body. Okay. So the first one is manganese. Manganese can help regulate copper metabolism and improves the zinc um, absorption inside the body. So this can also help decrease that copper absorption in the gut. So if you are eating a lot of copper rich foods or taking copper supplements, that manganese helps to kind of balance that out. Number two is iron. Iron is very important for copper metabolism and low iron levels or anemia, borderline anemia can lead to copper accumulation. However, iron supplements should be done obviously under the guidance of healthcare professionals and in my opinion, I actually don't recommend iron supplements like at all um, <laughs> because we, we have to understand the body is that ecosystem and iron is absorbed in the stomach. So if you're eating iron rich foods, there should be no reason why your body isn't getting the iron that it needs from food. Okay. So number three is that vitamin C. So vitamin C helps with the decrease in copper absorption in the gut and increases zinc absorption. So again, balancing out that zinc to copper ratio, and this can help protect the body from the damaging effects of excess copper inside the body. Number four, um, vitamin B6. So I like B6 in the form of a P5P. Um, This is also really, really important. It's a cofactor for those neurotransmitters, um, helping to balance out mood and all of those wonderful things. So B6 is important for that copper metabolism and helps to level, reduce copper, um, inside the body. So it's, I don't want to say it's a detoxification, but it's kind of like a, it's a way for our body to say, Oh, we have too much of this. We're going to get rid of it. 
And then the last one, of course, is zinc. Uh, we want to be also, this is another reason why we want to be doing HTMA testing is we want to see where zinc is. Is it being absorbed inside the body? Is it being utilized inside of the body? Or are you, a lot of my clients come in and they're like, I'm taking zinc because, you know, it helps support your immune system. Well, their zinc is really high, meaning their body is not absorbing it. Like it's just going into the body and it's just sitting there. So we, we definitely want to play, we definitely want to take that into consideration when we're making adjustments. So this one, like I said, is important for immune function. So a lot of my clients take this. Um, the next one is it helps with wound healing and other bodily functions. So zinc can help balance out that zinc to copper ratio inside the body, balancing out hormones and so on and so forth. So with anything, you guys make sure that any adjustments or changes that you are making are under the guidance of your healthcare professional, um, as well as get an HTMA, you guys, <laughs> um, work with someone who is qualified at putting together a plan and a roadmap for you. Because like so many of my clients, they're just stuck on this hamster wheel they're following that definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So a comprehensive approach to balancing out your minerals, your dietary changes, lifestyle modifications, all of this is going to be vital for optimal health. And so come work with me, <laughs> um, I, you know, find someone, work with me, get some testing done. Um, get things figured out and let's get you feeling better. Summer is around the corner and I know that's something that I am thinking about. What am I going to do during summer? How am I going to take care of my kids? How are, you know, what activities are we going to do? If you guys know me in real life, you know that my summers are <laughs> really important to me. I plan my summers very strategically with my kids. So Monday we do whatever activity, Tuesday, we do this, Wednesday, we do this, Thursday, we do this, Friday, we do this. I'm very, I like routine, um, especially running a business and having kids. I like to have a plan <laughs> and my husband and I are already in conversations. You know, what is our summer budget? What does that look like? What does it look like having a almost 18 month old baby? You know, how do we accommodate her needs and her nap schedule and the kids and his work and my work and, and all of the different needs in that. And what I don't want to have happen for you guys is having low energy, being stuck with low anxiety, depression, fatigue, irregular cycles, snappiness, all of those things are going to impact our relationships with our kids and the people around us. Whether we want them to or not, when you're snappy and irritable, guess what? Your kids are probably going to um, avoid you. Same thing with your husband. So instead, let's see how we can flip that around and get ahead of some of these things to get you feeling better, to get you energized, to get you to a place where you feel really good. Um, my summers do slow down. I do not take on as many clients. So if you are wanting to do this, if you are ready to get answers, if you're ready to see, Hey, is this my issue? Schedule a complimentary call with myself or a team member, and we can discuss 
what that looks like for you, what that roadmap looks like for you. And if you can't do the full program, we have several other options to work with myself, work with a team member, um, not a team member. <laughs> You'll have a call with a team member. You guys work with me, um, you know, work with me or we have a lot of different, a, a lot of different options when in ways that you can work with us. Okay. Various levels of um, pricing, various levels of, of support and things like that. So the best way to determine if you are a good fit to work with us, schedule a complimentary call, chat with me, say, Hey, I'm ready to join or, or, Hey, I need more time. Or, you know, do we have something that can fit into this price range? we will do our best to accommodate you where you're at and also give you a little bit of boost. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I really, truly appreciate you. I will see you on the next. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your review.